This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. From the Crown Royal Club inside Oracle Arena, it's John Dickinson and Daryl the Guru Johnson with you. Warriors wrap-up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Warriors win over the Sacramento Kings, 125-123. That is the final score. And Guru, you might as well take a, a picture of the first game that the Warriors played against Sacramento and just put it on repeat for the second game and put it on repeat for the third game and put it on repeat for the ball game tonight. Uh, the Warriors wind up sweeping the season series against their NorCal rivals four games to none, but the Warriors win those four games by a combined total of 12 points. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to react to what we just saw. The Warriors up six with 19 seconds left, and Buddy Hield had the ball with an opportunity to win the game with the three or tie it up. And, hey, the Warriors keep winning – you cite how great they've been the past 20, 25 games. But, you know, if if a championship is the goal, J.D., you got to close this game out. There's no way we should have had to hold on to our seats wondering what Buddy Hilt was going to do. Curry almost fumbled the ball on an inbound pass. He did fumble the ball. I don't know if it was a bad pass. Got to watch it again. Or if he was doing too much, but I just expect him to be more polished, and we didn't see that. They got the win, but I'm not giving an A-, minus. nobody asked, but I'm not giving an A or an A- minus for this effort tonight. Uh, Draymond getting the technical at the most inopportune time when you're trying to close a game away, come on. A couple of things there to chew on, and I think if there is one theme from the season series between these two teams, it was the fact that no matter what, the Warriors just could not shake Sacramento at the entire four games. I mean, they had there were times where they the Warriors younger. had a lead, they are younger. and the Kings would come back. Right. There were times where the Warriors would get a lead like they did tonight, whether it was five points with four minutes to go, and the Warriors just can't make that back-breaking shot, or they get up six points in the final minute like you're talking about, and Buddy Heald starts going nuts, and the Warriors damn near throw the game away. The Draymond Green technical foul, just, if Sacramento had gone on to win the game, if somebody had thrown in a three, and oh, by the way, the Kings have done that twice this season. The Kings had thrown in a three literally at the buzzer two separate times, and Buddy Heald had done it uh, in a game in Detroit where he had a wild three, and Bogdan Bogdanovich did it uh, in a game against the Lakers, actually, right after Christmas. Uh, so it was set up, and it's been that kind of fairy tale kind of a season for Sacramento where a lot of things have gone right, but none of those things have gone right for them in the final minute of games against the Warriors this season. But the one thing that's been true in all of these games, Goo, is the fact that the Warriors just haven't been able to shake them. They haven't been able to deliver that back-breaking blow to the Kings. But I think what you're saying, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, is that this is another one of those games 
that tells you a little bit of something about maybe the Warriors not being where you want the Warriors to be. Exactly. And you're getting away with it against Sacramento, a team that's not even qualified uh, to be in the playoffs as we speak. But I'm looking down the road. I'm looking against the top-tier teams, Houston, OKC, and the things and the traits that I'm seeing to where the, the Warriors don't seem button up, J.D., coming off a nine-game you, you know, stretch to where you're rested and you're thinking you're going to see their best foot forward. There There's some alarms. I'm going to relax and take a deep breath, but Sacramento Kings have more athletic basketball players per man than the Golden State Warriors. And the more teams come in and play and the more games I'm watching the Warriors, it's becoming an issue, J.D. And at the end of games, the theme is, K.D., you there? Steph Curry, you're there. We need you to bail us out. And Steph did it again to me tonight with 10 three-pointers. And they needed every one. They needed every one of his 10 three-pointers. He winds up 10 for 16 from three-point range. And tonight, a night where the Warriors basically outshot their other mistakes from three. We talk about that a lot for all the things Sacramento did to bother the Warriors in this game tonight. The one thing that Sacramento didn't do, and they typically are much better at, is knocking down the three-pointer. The Warriors, 19 for 46 from three. They had a nine three-pointer advantage over the Kings in a game that they won by two points. Put it bluntly, Guru, the Warriors made 19 three-pointers tonight, and if they had only made 18, they would have lost the game. So to, wow. to your point, yeah, the the Warriors were bailed out by Curry's 36, and Durant was the story of the game the first three quarters. Uh, as he, what, only took a couple of shots in the fourth quarter. Curry carried the night in that fourth quarter. There was also some help from Draymond Green, who knocked down three three three-pointers tonight uh, as the Warriors win this one, 125-123. to But really, the story of the game, for the most part, was Durant, and even Durant's defense, the seven block shots. The Warriors also limited the turnovers, which were big. They had 11 first-half turnovers, only four in the second half. That was critical. If they had turned it over... 18, 19, 20, 22 times tonight, they would have lost this game going away. And you correct me if I'm wrong. I'm just starting to feel like the Warriors are becoming one-dimensional on offense. Marvin Bagley III came off the bench and dropped in 28 points, J.D., and the Warriors don't have that option. Cousins started. I thought he was going to be the enforcer in the middle, and the Warriors are getting dominated at times down there on the block. And the shots come from far. It's still good enough. You get the dub. But at the end of the day, if the quest is to, you know, is to three-peat, they're going to need some more diversity to their offense, and right now I don't see it. 888-957-9570. You're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ-FM and HD1, KGMZ-San Francisco, a radio.com sports station. It's Warriors wrap-up on 95.7 The Game. We're brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search, with Daryl the Guru Johnson. I'm John Dickinson. 888-957-9570. Let's hear from the fans, which is brought to you by Nation's Giant Hamburgers, the best since 1952. Uh, and as we head out to the phone lines, uh, let's begin with Flynn in San Leandro. Flynn, you're up first here. Warriors wrap-up on 95.7 The Game. Well, for start, I have two things to say. For starters, I just want to say I think we start to need to give the Kings a little bit more credit than we've been giving them for the last few years. You know, if they played these four games against the Suns, they'd be 34 and 24. That's a pretty good team. That's, you know, a playoff-bound team, fourth or fifth seed. I also, on a personal note, 
made a bet with my friend who's a Kings fan at the start of the season that we would sweep the Kings. So I don't really care how it happened as long as I win my bet. That's all I got. I- I hear you on that, Flynn. I appreciate the phone call, no doubt about it. Uh, and just to correct Flynn on one thing, he said if these were four games against Phoenix, the Kings would have four more wins. The Kings actually lost to Phoenix yeah. back in January. And, so. and if the Kings don't make the playoffs, they can look at all four games. that they It's about execution at the end of the day. You go into these games, not once were the Kings favored, but you look at Sacramento, they're young, growing pains. But JD, the the lack, the fact that they couldn't pull one of these games out could be the reason they don't make it. Couple of things uh, to take away from this one late. Uh, Draymond Green picks up the technical foul stunned, with the Steve. Warriors. It, it, at that point, is a six point game. It makes it a three point game. You can't game. do that, JD. And it just it, it can't happen. It flat out can't happen. And if Buddy Heald had knocked down a three or somebody else had knocked down a three, what would, be, what would that, we be that, talking we, about? That's tonight? all we'd be talking. about. But who about? would be talking to Draymond? The, the assembled media downstairs. No, I'm be asking him questions. I, I mean, guess who, I'm, well, it, it would be something where I think I don't think you'd have to say anything to him. You if need you to be called in the principal's office. I guess that's what I'm saying. There, there should be some time. Something's not happening because you can't do. He ran and got away with it, and was like, you know what? I need to finish the lap. They I, gave him a lot of leeway. That's all. And it was a well earned technical foul. I actually thought the technical foul was going to come before he even started his right. victory I lap. thought he got away. I said, look at him. They let him. Uh, but, okay. again, it, it set in motion uh, a scenario where the Kings were able to cut it down to three at that point, uh, and then just a wild sequence what where was that? The fumble the pass? Damn near turnover. The ball winds up in <sighs> Iguodala's hands, which was a break for Sacramento. And you're thinking at that point, well, there's no chance Iguodala's going to make two free throws, so at the very least Is it's going to be a three-point game. Oh, I thought he game. was going to knock those bad boys down. Oh, I thought there was no chance he would hit two. Well, you I thought right. he would go one for two, most likely. He wound Man. up hitting neither of the two, and all of a sudden, Sacramento had a chance to win the game with 6.5 seconds left, and, and they had some drama. We mentioned that going on with them because it appeared as if Dave Yeager, their head coach, was upset with Buddy Heald for the first 30 something footer that it he went took in. and made uh and that may have had buddy healed second guessing himself when he actually caught the ball in almost the exact same spot on the floor you could tell and he hesitated and then drove and it wound up being a, a floater uh that fell you know woefully short and, and fortunately for the warrior's sake they were able to uh hang on and, and get the victory as they win the game 125 to 123 you just you look at the games in this season series between these two teams the Warriors won by one point in this building on November 24th they won by five in Sacramento okay. December 14th they won 127 123 on January 5th in Sacramento, that one. and 125 123 tonight so it basically take a picture their their carbon copies uh, of the game, and I just will throw it out there at eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero, and I'll ask you. I mean, the Warriors basically could play one of four teams in the first round of the playoffs. They could play the Clippers, they could play the Lakers, they could play the Kings, they could play San Antonio if San Antonio dips down and some other things change. It's basically four teams in my mind for two playoff spots. If if where would you put Sacramento on that list? Would you would you want to play the Kings if you're the Warriors, knowing, you know that you can that they gave you all hell, but you were able to finish it. 
I want anybody not named LeBron James. And there's not a player on the Kings that has the pedigree of a LeBron James. And we saw what LeBron did with the young Lakers squad when they were clicking on Christmas. They had so much confidence that he went out and they still put it on the, the, the Warriors. My thing is the Kings don't know how to win yet. They're learning. Yeah, would it be fun? You, you scare you to death, but at the end of the day, we'll see Buddy Hield not even get a good quality shot when you only need a two. So I say that to say, give me the Kings all day because if the if, does something seem wrong with the Warrior defense to you at all? I, I mean, I'm dozing. Forget the box. It's just something's not right. The switching they switch one time and then that's like. That's it, and everybody just stands around, and and they're getting beat off to dribble. I, I'm just noticing trends as we get towards the end. Like this, the Warriors are not the Detroit Pistons in regard to defense. You can score no, on them, but again, I, I think part of that is they're comfortable against certain teams not necessarily locking in on defense for for a full 48 <sighs> minutes. I, I just think that's that that's the truth that's just the the rat on the table and because i, th- I so thought it tonight at times and, they played yeah. good defense i i just think it it it's the eight minute not stretches there. It's here, a regular six season. minute stretches there i think the one thing that i felt in all four games head to head between the warriors and kings was i i felt the warriors believed that they felt they could put the clamp down on mm-hmm. them and score on them whenever they needed to that that they could take control against them whenever they needed to and they did it uh, but just when you thought they could put a game away against Sacramento, they actually couldn't. So I think it it, it goes both ways there. I'm with you, and I, I think it's kind of an obvious question, although we can throw it out there at 888-957-9570. To me, LeBron James and the Lakers, that's that's the team that you don't want to face no doubt, if no you're doubt. the Golden State no Warriors. Doubt. Clippers, fine. I think San Antonio would actually be the best matchup, the easiest matchup. Path of least resistance. Uh, because they don't have anything going for them like Sacramento does, although I do think the Warriors would probably sweep Sacramento or beat them in, in five games at, at worst. I think the same thing with the Clippers. Uh, I, I actually think you know maybe Sacramento would give the Warriors a tougher time uh, than the Clippers, although the Clippers have actually beaten the Warriors, but they're a different team uh, th- than they've been uh, throughout the course of the season. Let's get to Adil. Adil is on the freeway, uh, and he joins us here on Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Adil, you're on with J.D. and Guru. Hey, hey, J.D. and Guru. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Happy to hear you guys' voices after the All-Star break. Uh, two-part question, one for J.D., one for Daryl. Uh, Triple D, how are you going to fare on that one-on-one matchup with Jordan Bell? And for J.D., um, I've noticed that Bell's had a decrease in minutes, especially in crunch time. Uh, who on the bench do you think would step up in a, in a seven-game series in round one? Do you see more of uh, McKinney, or who would you forecast to be that bench player to, to make that next move? Thank who was the Who was the first – hey, Adele, who was the first guy you mentioned? Uh, McKinney or uh, uh, Jarebko to get – for the for the that, that crunch time it's in the who, fourth quarter. Who would you said that what wasn't getting as many Jordan minutes? Jor- oh, Jordan Bell. Jordan okay. Bell. Yeah. yeah I, okay. Thanks for the thanks for the call, Adele. We'll get to you. I, I think the bench hasn't been great. Quinn Spent Cook was tonight. not good tonight. No. Jarebko wasn't either. To the point where I didn't think Quinn Cook was going to be out on the floor at the start of the fourth quarter. He was so bad at the start of the first, at the start of the second quarter. Kerr went back to him. McKinney is still somebody that I believe Steve Kerr 
views as more of a bit player than a true rotation player where you can leave him out there for long stretches. Uh, so, bench was outscored 49-14 to 14 tonight. And the, that, and that the, matters. And the strength of the Warriors bench is never really going to be scoring. I, I think that's you know that's something that you know, and they did get nine from Iguodala, but, I mean, based on that, I mean, you're not expecting Lincoln, Jarebko, Quinn Cook, Alfonso McKinney to necessarily score the basketball. I think of the players you mentioned, he mentioned, McKinney, Jordan Bell, Jarebko, different positions, Jarebko's the most trusted. I'll put it that way. Jarebko would be the most trusted. And there's been some slippage with his game since he's come back from maternity leave. Right. 888 We're going to hear from Kevin Durant. We do have time for more of your phone calls as well. Uh, as we break this one down, the Warriors win it over the Kings 125-123. It's Warriors Wrap-Up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. John Dickinson, Daryl LeGuru-Johnson with you from Oracle Arena. Warriors win at 125-123 over the Sacramento Kings as they sweep the season series against their NorCal rivals, but they do it by a combined total of 12 points Whoa. in four games. Uh, and again, the game's almost carbon copies of each other uh, in many, many ways. Stephen Curry, Kevin Durant leading the way for the Warriors tonight. Curry hits 10 three-pointers, finishes with 36 points. Durant, 28 uh, tonight, 10 of 20. It was really the two megastars carrying the Warriors in this game. The fifth time Steph's hit 10 this year. Unbelievable. Keeping them close, too, with some big shots and then enabling them to get a big lead uh, or, or at least a five, six point lead down the stretch. But the Warriors, as has been the case, uh, anytime they've gotten breathing room against Sacramento this season, they just haven't been able to maintain it. And you felt even, I mean, look, the Warriors were up six with 19 seconds left. 19 seconds. They were up six with 19 seconds left and put themselves in a position where if somebody throws in a three, you lose. And they didn't even need a three. Buddy could have went to the rack and and tied it. I I, I was just shocked. I couldn't believe it, the, uh, the events that happened. But it reminded me of the Portland game when Steph fumbled the ball. And I don't know if we've deciphered if it's a bad pass or he was trying to catch and run before. I don't know, but uh, my heart dropped. And thankfully, the uh, the Warriors got away with it. But, you know, this morning I'm telling Stani, oh, Iggy's got to be out there. But with his free throw shooting, hey, look, they've won the last two with him out there at the end of the game. So uh, I won't make him out and out of a mohill. But to see him miss those two free throws and the second one wasn't even close, I'm like, wow, you got to be kidding me. Let's go ahead and hear from Kevin Durant because he, he, he was blunt and to the point as he often is. Uh, following this ball game, Durant finishes with 28 points, nine boards, four assists, the seven block shots, including six in the first half. He was extremely active, and he didn't mince words when talking about the matchups this season with the Sacramento Kings. Uh, this is the fourth game that we deserve to lose against this team. Uh, but, I mean,. You just figure it out at the end of the games, you know what I'm saying? I think everybody, we made shots. Steph got it going in the fourth, knocking down threes off the screen. So sometimes, you know, you're not going to be there. Um, you're not going to win it with the team game in the way we always play. Sometimes you're just going to have to play street ball, you know what I'm saying? I think tonight, throughout spurts of the game, both teams did that. Kevin, from a pure basketball point of view, what do you like about what the Kings are doing? What makes them tough to beat? 
Uh, I like how fast they play. They shoot a lot of threes. Um, Buddy Hill is, uh, you know, creeping up into that that uh, dead out shooter range. I think, um, you know, because he feel like you can't leave him open. He's gonna knock down every one of them. You know, and you got uh, Marvin Bagley with you know athleticism back there. Uh, you know, the young guys got all three. of The young guys got energy, Stein and Harry Giles. So um, they just like an experience, in my opinion. So I think they're going to be one of those teams to be reckoned with soon. Kevin, what do you think was the key in getting the amount of blocks that you had tonight? Uh, I was just got lucky. And I think Marvin Bagley being a rookie and just showing me the ball, you know, in the first quarter, I just was swiping, you know, undisciplined type defense, but I seen the ball right in my face. Um, you know, I got five of those, and I got, you know, that's why I got seven blocks. I was going to kind of go to that. I think you blocked him or stole from him five times in the first half, but he got you with the rip-through move. Um, what do you like about that kind of back and forth with him? Too that wasn't a back and forth. Five blocks to one rip move. <laughs> I just mean more. You, I saw you go up to him and like after he got you with the rip through, like good move. Yeah, that was a good. That was a smart play. He's seen uh, last the play before that. I was just forcing him with my arms. So I should, like I said, I got to be more disciplined. He got me. So you know, I get guys with that all the time, and I got to just respect it when it happens to me. Kevin, kind of following up with Marvin, uh, finished with twenty eight points for. Team High for Sacramento. What do you like about his game in particular? You know, considering how young he is and and whatnot. Uh, his foot is on the gas. He's not stopping. You know, uh, no assists. That's what I like to see. <laughs> Especially off the bench, he got to provide energy off the bench. So he had 28 for him. That's the reason why they even was in the game. That's it. KG, um, uh, in in your team, this Golden State team, uh, you have so many. Uh, potential scorers that uh, uh, it seems for, for someone who's looking from outside that you keep choose you guys keep choosing who's hot in, in each kind of moment to to release the ball to these guys and then uh, you hit the, the, the important shots. Uh, it's that's how, how it happens inside the court. Uh, just the, the spirit of the game dictates who shoot the most and uh You know, you are coming. In, we have no control over that coming into the game. You know, I think um, that's the beauty of basketball, is that you know the ball's going to find the guy who's hot, um, and it's going to expose the, the players who are not supposed to be on the floor. Uh, that's why this game has such a, you know, a, a big pulse and it's so alive because it dictates stuff like that. All right, Kevin Durant with the line of the night. That's the fourth time that the Warriors should have lost to the Kings right off the jump. Well, see, I don't – tonight wasn't uh, – they should have lost. It was you got to put the kids to bed. The cake is done. Take it out the oven, and they can't do that. For whatever reason, they're slipping before they go get the cake. I don't understand how and what went on to where you got two free throws missed by Iguodala. You're not guarding Buddy Hill when you know they're desperate. I mean, put a hand up. I mean, he was getting wide-open looks and draining them. Again, hey – They won 125-123. What do I know, J.D.? And the exact quote, this is the fourth game that we deserve to lose against this What about team? Draymond saying if we play him in the playoffs, I'm tired as hell, and it's like a track meet. So, you know, it, it's going to be that way if you play OKC, Houston. Well, to me, it's more about the cumulative path, and I, I say this all the time. It's, it's who you're going to play in the first round and the second round and the conference finals, and then who's left for you at the, at the very end. 
uh, of the thing. And, and you know, how does you know just does the first part take enough out of you to where it makes mm. the second part tough? That's why we don't want LeBron first. And and to me, that's why you don't want to play the Lakers. Although you could make a case that Sacramento is probably the second toughest. De'Aaron just based Fox on and the Hield put pressure on you, no doubt. And Buddy Heald has that you know Man. tendency. He had eight quick ones early and then didn't do much. And then all of a sudden, he's going off at the end of the game. I mean, the Warriors actually did a nice job against Buddy Heald. He had eight, again, eight early quick. And then he say you're, the you're, wondering where the, you're wondering where the heck Buddy Heald is. Yeah, and then yeah. all of a sudden, it gets to a point where it's a six-point game with 19 seconds left. And the guy's just, you know. And I was still like, oh, He turns into Stephen Curry for yeah, no 20 doubt. seconds. And I like his uh, sound bite. He should have shot the. Yeah, he, yeah, he's got to he hear the talk on the blacktop. 888 888-957-9570. We'll hear from Draymond Green. We'll also uh, maybe hear what you're talking about from Buddy Heald. Warriors win it 125-123 over the Kings here on 95.7 The Game. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Warriors Wrap-Up. Brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of Home Search with Daryl Guru Johnson. I'm John Dickinson. In for Matt Steinmetz on this Thursday night. Hey, the Warriors finally won a home game on a Thursday night, Guru. I know that's a stat that everybody was just waiting around to hear an update on, but the Warriors got it done. They had lost to Milwaukee on a Thursday night here. They had lost to Portland on a Thursday night here. They also nationally lost to the Rockets You're right. uh, on a Thursday night here, and Philadelphia beat them uh, on a Thursday night as well. Uh, so the Warriors a did. The Warriors did have one win on the road on a Thursday in Washington, but tonight was the first home win for the Warriors. Now one and four at home on Thursdays as they beat Sacramento one twenty five to one twenty three. What do you think of Demarcus Cousins not finishing the game? I mean, it was a no brainer. Steve Kerr went to the Hamptons five unit the final four minutes of the second quarter. He went to him to close out the ball game. I think he was out of gas and not in a bad way. And there is no. You know, oh, shucks, I should have been in there from DeMarcus, I feel like, because he was tired. And, again, 12 shots. If I'm an opposing coach, I'm going to stay redundant on this. Hey, DeMarcus, shoot 18 because those 12 – I mean, you got to shoot the ball, but those 12 are not coming from the hands of Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, and Steph Curry. We're good and we can live with it. And – um you know, he played okay, J.D., but he's not Shaq, and he's not the old DeMarcus Cousins to where he's taking this team. To be honest, when he's out there, they're down. And then they, they go small, and they come back, they go on a run, but they never go so far ahead because they're – and I'm not saying they get down because of him, but they're different. They're different. They're not fast. You know where they're coming from. And I don't know moving forward how this is going to play out, but I do know tonight he only played 25 minutes, and that's about right. I don't think he could have played more if he wanted to. Yeah, I, there just wasn't a spot to put him back in the game. I mean, the Warriors had a 10-0 run from the Hamptons 5 at the end of the second quarter. Basically, the end of the quarters, second and third quarters, saved the Warriors because the Warriors were mm. getting in a position where they were going to be really vulnerable, and they had runs at the end of the second and third quarter to make the game close. They were down, uh, what, two at halftime, 
and they wound up down two at the end of the third quarter because they came back late and wound up making the third quarter a tie at 29-29 to where going to the fourth quarter they weren't in a position where they were down you know, seven, eight points. All right, uh, let's go ahead and hear from Draymond Green as he spoke to the media downstairs following uh, this ball game. Uh, Warriors win it over Sacramento 125-123. Uh, I mean, that's they're a good team. They're scrappy, uh, young. Probably the fastest team in the history of the NBA. So, I mean, they're you know they never quit. Uh, got a lot of young talent, and they're putting it all together. Draymond, what do you think is the difference between the Draymond who misses threes and the Draymond who makes them? Is it the moment? Is it the timing of the shot, or is it something with like mechanics? Uh, I mean, I think the difference is when I hesitate to shoot, I miss bad. And when I just let it ride, looks a lot better. I do like certain moments. And when the other team is yelling at me, like like they was really yelling at me, like let them shoot. So I yelled back some words that I can't really say right now. It ain't worth it. Draymond, what did you think of uh, Demarcus's game? It looked like he had kind of a slow first half, but had a good stretch there. And um, what's kind of uh, his familiarity with the team? How's that growing now in the second or? post all-star break uh you know he's really starting to find his spots um you know they were not knock his three down tonight one of them he's been kind of frustrated with that and he's been voicing it to us every day so it's good to see that but uh, i mean you know he's just being who demarcus has been his entire career he's getting the ball on the block he's he's probably got the softest hands of any big man i've ever seen you kind of you throw the ball in his area and he's catching it uh and you know but he's he's playing well he's got starting to get his legs under him and, you know, it comes at a good time. The playoffs will be here before we know it. How tough have you seen it for him not closing games, though? Um, you know, he's uh, a guy, think, obviously, his whole career that has. I, I think it, you know, at this point now, it's probably starting to piss him off. Uh, but I know there, there'll there be some games that he will close. Uh, you know, it's it's just the, kind of the way the cookie crumbles. Uh, there's going to be some games that him and Andre close and I don't. You know, there's going to be some games where him and I close and Andre don't. And there's going to be some games that, you know, the way we close tonight. Um, I think that's coming. Obviously, he was, you know, on a minute restriction. And then, you know, coming back from the All-Star break and playing against this team that's running every play. Like, I know his conditioning couldn't have been there because mine wasn't even there for that. You know, but obviously, you you fight through it. So, you know, sometimes... I think they have to protect us from ourselves. You know, you coming back from All-Star break, ain't really done much in a week. And for him, he probably want to go out there and play 35 minutes. But is that good for his long-term health to come back off really not doing much for a week and then play 35 minutes? Probably not. You know, so um, the way the game ended for him tonight, it won't be like that the rest of this year. But you also can't get DeMarcus to understand that right now because he is a competitor and he want to close the game. Uh, and I understand that, and that's what I appreciate about him, you know, because you, you much rather have a guy that want to be in there than a guy that's trying to get out of there. And so um, I think tonight they protected him from himself, and I think that's important. Uh, you know, but like I said, there's going to be some games this year where he'll close and I won't or Andre won't, and it's just the way it is. Draymond, you mentioned the, the young talent on this Kings roster. You know, they've had some down years of the past decade. Do you think this is kind of budding into a potential Northern California rivalry? Obviously, you guys have never both been in the postseason together at the same time. Obviously, they're in the race for that this season. Do you think that's something in the making? Uh, I mean, at some point, uh, it'll, you know, it'll definitely be, you know, both of us in the playoffs. Uh, 
may happen this year. I mean, they're right there. Uh, maybe not. You know, we'll see. But it's coming soon. And as far as a rivalry, uh, man, they're talented. So I think rivalry, no disrespect to them, but the other team got to win some games before it can really be a rivalry. But I have no doubt in my mind that that team is – going to win a lot of games coming up here soon. Uh, maybe not this year, who knows. But they're putting it together, and they're doing a damn good job. It might be looking a little too far ahead, but what would you think if you guys didn't have to see these guys in the postseason this season? Every game we play them dudes, I leave the game exhausted. I go home, I'm dead. So hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> You guys have Houston next. Last game, you guys played them here, and they came back in overtime and won. Tough shot by James. But it looked like after that game, something flipped for you guys, and you guys went on a run after that game. Um, what do you remember from that game, and did that game bother you guys a little bit? Losing bothers us. Uh, it don't really matter if it's against Houston or um, or anybody else. Uh, we don't like to lose, and that's part of the reason we don't lose much. Uh, at that point in the season, we were losing a lot. And we knew we had to get it turned around, and we have. Um, you know, James hit that shot. Obviously, that can be frustrating, but that happens. He's a great scorer. Hit a tough shot over to me, uh, Clay, and I. We'll live with that. Um, I don't, you know, we can't allow. I think we had a lead that game, and we allowed ourselves to get it, be in that position. So when you allow that to happen, anything can happen, and it did. Um, but it's a regular season game. You know, we're not scratching our heads or worried about we lost a regular season game in whatever month that was. It is what it is. In January, who cares? It's about what we do Saturday. Chew on there from Draymond Green, uh, the fastest team in the history of the game, the Sacramento Kings. Uh, he's talking a lot about DeMarcus Cousins starting to get his legs underneath him and also uh, the fact that it's probably ticking DeMarcus Cousins off that he's not finishing games. But Draymond keeps saying that there's going to be games where Cousins finishes and he doesn't, where you know maybe you know Iguodala's out there. He, he keeps taking the high road on that. Uh, Gu, we'll get your take on that in just a moment, and then we'll wrap things up here. But first, got to get to our play of the game. It's time for the play of the game. Tune in tomorrow morning to Steinmetz and Guru at 10.30 for your chance to win $100. Now, here's the play of the game. He gets the ball. Bounce pass. Curry stripped by Fox. Loose ball to Heald. Heald wants to go all the way in. Rejected by Kevin Durant. He swatted it out of bounds into the Kings bench. That ball was detected, inspected, and rejected. All right, know the play of the game tomorrow. Brought to you by Putnam Cadillac, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC in Burlingame. 10.30 with Steiny and Guru, 95.7 The Game. Uh, featuring the all-new XT4 crossover SUV or visit PutnamGM.com. You know the play of the game tomorrow, 10.30, when you guys call for it and you win. Yeah, Draymond, uh, being a politician, I don't envision any scenario to where he's the guy, the odd man out, not the game. He's everything, and Marvin Bagley ate tonight. He did whatever he wanted, Wayman Tisdale. And moving forward, you talk about guys like Adams, all the other bigs, Capella. They've already came in and had success against this Warrior team. There's no way Draymond's not on the floor at the end of any game, um, if you ask me. Yeah, I don't see that. I think there will probably be a night or two where Cousins winds up out there instead of Iguodala. 
Uh, whether you it think w- so? Well. Yeah, I do. I think there's games where Iguodala doesn't play well, or maybe the bigger matchup is the better play. I think it's more often than not going to be Iguodala out there with the other four All Stars and Cousins on the bench. I'm with you 100. percent I don't. Not, I do not see a scenario where Draymond Green is the odd man out and Iguodala's out there with Demarcus Cousins to to, to finish the game. I, I don't see that scenario uh, really at all. Warriors win this one, 125-123. Uh, John Dickinson, Daryl the Guru Johnson here on Warriors wrap-up on 95-7 the game. Uh, the other little underlying theme as we just wrap up the evening is the exchange between Dave Yeager and, and Buddy Heald. And I know that it worked out to the Warriors' benefit, but Buddy Heald had, had knocked down a 30-footer, right? And Yeager was upset, I guess, with the, the shot selection. Why? Uh, it, it, well, it, you're running out of time. He got a quick shot. It went in desperation mode at that particular point in time, and then Buddy Heald hesitated when he basically had the same shot in the final six seconds with the Warriors up by two. That conversation hesitated, was in his drove mind. the lane. You'd have to wonder, and, and Buddy Heald after the game had said he should have shot it, uh, but you had Damian Lillard check in uh, via Twitter. What did, uh, Dame Dollar, what did Dame he say? Dame said maybe if his coach didn't yell at him for making the same shot, he would have shot the MF. Listen, we can laugh, but uh, Jaeger is on the Luke Walton path to me. Vivek Ranadive is not a fan, and I believe if some people hadn't stepped in, he would have been relieved. Jaeger, this one is going to be a story in Sacramento for some days to come, and I'm just telling Dave, this is not a good look. The fact that Buddy Hield had a wide-open shot, and had you just let him do what he does, he would have hoisted it up and who knows what, but for him to, he just went haywire, and it was one of those things to where it was obvious the conversation or the scolding he got from his coach seconds before affected it. Yeah, and that's something to to keep an eye on with Sacramento 30 and 28. Uh, They dip tonight. Uh, as the Lakers beat Houston, and Houston's in here at Oracle on Had Saturday Had a 19-point lead against the Lakers. And James Harden fouled out. But Houston back here at Oracle. Houston won the last time they played at Oracle. And the Rockets have, The Rockets are 2-0 against the Warriors. I know the Warriors were shorthanded when they played in November in Houston, but 2-0 Still, is 2-0. All right. Like every time I keep saying this is the breakout game, the, the Mike Tyson, it's over in the first half, I'm still waiting. All right, that's going to do it for us tonight, Guru. Oh, that's it? Let's you go want, to two. You want to keep going? 2.43. Tim keep, ain't got nowhere to go. <laughs> keep going? Another, another couple hours? Uh, no, we want to thank thank oh, everybody uh, involved with the program. We want to thank Nash uh, and the guys in the studio, uh, Alex Scott as well. We want to thank uh, Tim Jordan for setting us up out here at Oracle Arena. Uh, for Daryl the Guru Johnson, who's going to be with Steiny tomorrow, back uh, 10 to noon. Uh, Steiny is going to be back uh, on Warriors Live and Warriors Wrap-Up on Saturday. We'll have... It'll Warriors, be YouTube. Warriors this yeah. week. Yeah, it's time for Guru to get a little load management after, nah, after nah, working like the that. last one. Well, I think you've done the last <laughs> four or five <laughs> games. We've done the last three or four together. It's been a pleasure. Uh, so, yeah, Steiny back uh, on Saturday, and you guys have the show, as always, tomorrow from 10 until 12. All right, that's going to do it. Warriors defeat the Sacramento Kings. 125-123 is the final as Golden State sweeps the four-game season series wow. against Sacramento, but they do it by a combined total of 12 points. And you heard it all right here. On 95.7 The Game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.